What's up, everybody? Got a great episode for you here. Friend of the pod, Heather, came back and we had a really great deep dive discussion on Netflix in 2022. We talked about a bunch of shows and movies that we really loved. And we also touched on the state of Netflix and where we think the future of Netflix is going. You're not going to want to miss it. It was a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you go check out all her stuff. The links are in the description of the show. And hope you go check out my stuff. www.thecircuitverse.com We got sports and pop culture covered for you in every single way. So go check that out. And follow us on Twitter, at The Circuitverse. Let us know what you're thinking of the episodes. If you have any ideas or, or suggestions of what you want to see in future episodes, uh, hit us up on Twitter at The Circuitverse. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Streaming Circuit. As always, I am your host, Adam. And tonight we're talking about Netflix. And I thought, who better to bring on to talk about Netflix than the world's foremost leading expert? in netflix <laughs> it's heather formally of watching netflix without you what's up heather how have you been hi adam i've been pretty good thank you thanks for having me on i'm excited to talk netflix here watched a lot of it last year so this should be good mm. yeah um so I, I mentioned formally so you're not doing that podcast but tell our listeners uh what you are doing what you're up to now I am doing a podcast, same co-host, my brother, Ryan, and we're doing a podcast called The Politics Free Podcast, which was our original podcast we started with. We brought it back uh, because we loved it so much. And it's essentially a game playing conversational podcast where we literally go out of our way to completely avoid all politics and hot topics and never talk about them. So if you like sibling rivalry, a little walk down memory lane and a conversational game night we might be the podcast for you to check out perfect is there a, is there a particular game you've done that's that's been rousing more than the others we just finished a game called trial by trolley which was pretty fun it was basically it's like you have a split trolley track and you're driving a trolley and you have to decide which track to go on and on one track is like uh the elementary school choir and on the other oh. track is like physicists who will save the world. And it's like, who, oh, wow. who are you going to run over? So, oh, wow. but there's, okay. there's fun. And then anyways, it's, it was a really fun game and it just got more and more ridiculous as it went along. Um, huh. And uh, got some good reviews on that game too. So interesting. That sounds like a some, fun game. It is very fun. Highly recommend. Interesting. Um, yeah. So go check out that podcast. Everybody who's listening. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Netflix. I chose Netflix over all the other streamers, even though I thought HBO Max uh, was the streamer of the year in 2022 with all their mm -hmm. great content. I felt Netflix was the most interesting one on like the business side of things. So I want to kick this podcast off. Where do you see Netflix as a streamer right now in the in the streaming landscape? What What's their current state in your in your mind? Well, uh, I mean, there were a lot of dire stories about uh, how the subscriptions are falling and dropping and dying. And, oh, this is the end of Netflix, like doomsday. Right. And mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, OK, everybody calm down. Netflix is yeah. not going anywhere yet. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, hey, what could it eventually one day go tits up? Sure. Any of the streaming services could. But streaming itself is is not going anywhere for a while. 
But yeah. I think when you have a year like 2020 where, you know, everything's locked down, everybody's home well, everybody's watching TV. So they're seeing those subscriptions spike really high. Well, now, two years later, everybody's getting back to work. I think you're just naturally going to see those subscription rates falling and people mm. are watching less TV. And that just kind of happened, you know, um, but I don't think that means the end for Netflix. And I don't think it, it even means they can't come back up to where they were before or that even their overall subscriptions are on a long term uptrend over years and years. They're probably still on an uptrend, even despite that spike and drop from that spike. Mm. I would be willing to bet. I don't know that for sure, but I'd be willing to bet. Yeah. And yeah, all great points. And I think a lot of people probably their subscriptions are starting to plateau. I mean, they've been around forever. Yeah. And all these other streamers, I mean, Disney plus came in 2019, I think. Mm -hmm. And there's only uh, like a finite number of homes that these streamers can even be in. So naturally they're going to, the other streamers are going to increase at a much faster clip right now yeah. because all these homes already had Netflix. Do you think the binge model is still viable? That's a good question. Yes, I do. I really, really okay. do. That is how, I mean, I love that. I love sitting down just binging a show. Mm. It's it's fabulous. It's like mm. the ultimate of luxuries. And I can't be alone in this. There's got to be plenty of people, you know, like, listen, it's like, we all know we should probably stop eating junk food. Right. But how many people actually stop eating junk food? Like we know we probably shouldn't yeah. watch binge a show and leave all the rest of our responsibilities <laughs> to the side until we're done. But come on, how yeah. many people like we do? We do that. Yeah. So I think it's viable. I think there are, you know, there's a lot we don't know about how streaming services operate, how they make their money. They don't really make mm. all of those things public. Yes, they get yeah. some money from subscription fees. And obviously advertising in terms of like, I'll give you an example. There's a Netflix movie from a couple of years ago called Rim of the World. It mm. is the longest Adidas commercial ever made. I think they <laughs> could get in the Guinness book of world records for that. Uh, mm. And I, as I was watching that movie, I went, oh, this is how they make money outside of subscriptions. It's like how movies have always kind of made money. There's a ticket yeah. sales at the theater or the movie sales after it comes out of the theater. But there's also advertising within the movie itself, product placement and such, which mm. existed well before streaming and streaming probably does that too. Yeah. So, you know, but they're, they're also getting to a point where it's like, and we get mad at them for canceling shows, but if that show didn't make them enough money to justify continuing the show, it's like they mm. also have to keep afloat. So I think we get very mad about them canceling things, but there's, it's not without good reason, I think, on their part. Now, I read yeah. this article, which is interesting, uh, about HBO Max. Mm. And what they're doing is, so what Netflix does is they get a season of a show out, and if it doesn't do well enough for what they wanted it to do, they cancel mm. the show. Yeah, HBO Max is just taking shows completely off their platform. Like Westworld is mm. either gone or it's going soon, yeah. right? And that was like what started it all for them, practically, on original shows. Mm. I mean, it was a really huge hit. Yeah. So there are various ways they could go about doing this or trying to continue to, you know, make that profit or whatever. 
And it's just, mm. well, it'll be interesting to see who goes where, you know, we might see streaming services combining. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. HBO max. I mean, there's been a lot of like, they're taking a lot of their animated shows off too, like the Looney tunes. Mm. They're selling like 16 seasons. Cause that show has like 50 seasons and they're just selling those seasons to Amazon, the rights. So that's, you know, they're making their money. Okay. Because, yeah. Because these streaming services make nothing off of these shows what they make is a subscription yeah so when you pay what is netflix 15 a month yeah we're on like the only one person can watch at a time subscription right now because oh, we okay. have other streaming services we subscribe to so it's like we're not watching netflix every day necessarily mm. but yeah i don't know what that is right now and then they have the 6.99 advertisement tier yeah um, where that might not be a bad idea. That might be a way to go. Um, personally, and this is just a personal preference. If I'm going to do a streaming service, I'm going to have no commercials going on. I'm not going to pay to watch commercials. And this is, yeah. it's a, maybe a generational thing because we used to just turn our TV on, didn't have to pay for anything. And you got some basic channels and yes, they came with commercials, but you weren't paying for it. So you didn't care. Then streaming mm. came along and spoiled us. To, to such a degree that when Hulu first came out and I did a Hulu subscription and there were commercials, I was like, no, Hulu, I don't pay you to show me commercials. <laughs> and I I've yeah. never gone back to Hulu. I believe they still have Hulu. commercials on Hulu. Do they have do you use Hulu? I do have Hulu, but I have it um, bundled with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. I OK. Yeah, uh, but they do. Yeah. Them and Peacock are the two. And uh, Peacock is a, just a terrible streamer. But ah. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't make any money off these shows. Like, I mean, Disney Plus, for example, pours millions and millions into these Star Wars shows. Yeah. And me sitting down and watching an episode, they make nothing off of that. They only make the monthly money of me paying. I, I think the binge model works for some shows, but sure. I think other shows like Stranger Things, which I'm sure we'll talk about later in the, in the mm -hmm. pod, mm -hmm. that show I think definitely should be week to week. Even though, I mean, I sat down and I watched every episode like that night I stayed up like all night and watched yeah. every episode and I loved it. But the, the problem is then it's kind of done. Whereas yeah. house of the dragon, which is another show I loved was week to week. And I had 10 weeks to, you know, every week I could enjoy it and look forward to like, what's going to happen tonight and theorize whereas stranger things it's here for a week and it's awesome. And then it's kind of like, okay, we're on to the next thing. Cause it's over. You know, you might have a point there. Because I and I'm going to go off of Netflix for a second here, but sure. um, I don't use a whole lot of streaming services. If I had to pick my streaming service of the year, it would be Apple TV Plus. Okay, um, they don't good. have a lot, but what they have is freaking phenomenal. Mm. And they had this show Severance come oh, out so last good. year. Oh, my God. It is Adam. It's the best show I've ever watched. It's my favorite show I've really? ever watched. I love wow. severance and they did that week to week model, like old school. I was mm. like, what? And all week long, I was like, when severance, when severance is it Thursday, is it Thursday? I got it. So there's something to be said for that. But I think if you want that model to work, the show has to be of a caliber that makes people want to come back to it. Because if it sure. isn't like, I might like, I'll give you a great example. Tiger King. Did I binge Tiger King mm. when it came out in the middle of 2020 when I was stuck at home? Yes, I did. I think all of America did that. <laughs> yeah. If that had come out at another time when I wasn't going to be, you know, or if they had done that a, a, at a week to week, 
I might have lost interest in that one week yeah. to week, you know, um, but it was this fun thing to do because I could right in that moment. Mm. So so I guess you're right. I guess to to repeat what you said earlier, it depends on the show, probably yeah. very much. Yeah, I think they're more prestige shows. They should do that. But a show like uh, Blockbuster that I watched. Mm-hmm. That doesn't need to be week to week, like just release all those episodes. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, I do think like Stranger Things or even because Stranger Things did something interesting. They split it up in a very odd way where they yeah. did the first seven episodes and then waited three weeks and then dropped mm-hmm. the next two. But it wasn't for subscriptions, which was interesting. It was for Emmy consideration because they wanted to. OK, they wanted to double dip in the Emmys. They wanted to get this year's Emmys and next year's Emmys oh i see but i think that could be a way too like if you don't want to release it all week to week release like three episodes and then wait a few mm-hmm. weeks and then you can release the next and then and the next and that keeps subscribers for three different months because they're probably you not going to cancel it and then bring it right back when it comes back they'll just keep it for those three months that is actually uh you're opening my eyes to this i'm I'm warming up to it i think you might have a point there they did that with unsolved mysteries uh season three i think they're on now and okay. uh, i'm a big fan of unsolved mysteries i i used to watch the old one back in the day when i was like five i'd be like "Ooh, unsolved mysteries is on murder <laughs> but um they did that where they did three and then the next week three and then the next week three mm. and i stay i stuck around for that i did so mm. I, I think you do have a point there that's a, that's a very good point and also for Stranger Things, because I've thought about this theory a long time. Mm-hmm. If they'd split it up three, three, and three, the first break would have been the end of episode three when the clock chimes and Vecna calls for Max. Oh. And we would have been freaking out, like, what, what's yep. going to happen? And then episode <laughs> six, I believe, was when Steve was trapped by the bats. Okay. And we're like, oh, my God, we have three weeks of, is Steve going to die? And you know what? Would have been great. You're right about that, man. You're right. I, uh, You've changed my mind. I agree with you. I think there is some merit to this bit at a time. It could it could work. Nice. All right. You're allowed to stay then. You're allowed to come back as a guest. You agree with me. So that's good. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah. One more uh, kind of bigger picture thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two scenarios, and I want you to tell me which you think is more likely. Okay. 18 months from now, roughly. Mm-hmm. Netflix is back on top, undisputed best streamer. Okay. Or 18 months from now, Netflix has folded and either Apple or Disney or Amazon has purchased them. And mm. it's, a, it's a very watered down product. What do you think is more likely? Ooh, more likely. Oh, man. I, well, I think the first one is more likely. They're back on top. I think that's more okay. likely. I think it's unlikely they fold or join with somebody else where I kind of landed was they might be on top in 18 months. It might be another streamer. Netflix is still around. They're just not number one anymore, Mm. which is kind of where I go, because if more people start doing Apple TV plus, there's a ton of great content on Apple TV plus that could, I could see that taking over Netflix just on quality. Really? Even though they don't have as much they have, the quality is superior, in my personal opinion. Yeah, at least Apple, the TV yeah. shows. Sorry, at no, least the, the TV shows. I haven't watched a lot of the Apple original films. I've watched mm. mainly the TV shows, but I've been yeah. super happy with everything I've watched on Apple TV Plus so far. Yeah, Apple TV Plus seems to just be like 
we're just getting the biggest names we possibly can, like movie sure. stars and putting them yeah. in shows and it's working. Like, yeah, that's all they need. Like we crashed. I loved we crashed. I don't know if you watched that. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I did not watch it. But I, I agree with you, actually. I think Netflix is more likely to be on top than to sell. I know there were some rumors that Bob Iger, when he came back to Disney, wanted to buy Netflix. Okay. Um, but I just find it hard to believe because, like, you know, inflation is running crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Times are tough. I just find it hard to believe if families are going, we're going to limit to, like, three streaming services. We're not going to have seven. Um, we're, we're, we're going to three. I just have a hard time believing Netflix isn't going to be one of those three that mostly every household keeps. Right. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. It's so like, it's just been it's around. like ingrained. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I don't even know when it's, because I know it started with actually mailing movies when I was very young. It, right. That um, That's how they started the physical DVD. They sent it in the mail. Yeah. I think they still do that. I think there's a plan where you still can do that with Netflix. Really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I just I have a hard like Disney Plus is going to stay for pretty much every family, I think, and Netflix. And then it's kind of like maybe Apple, maybe HBO. But yeah, I just have a hard time believing a lot of families are just going to drop Netflix. Yeah, I find it unlikely. I read somewhere very recently. I'm trying to remember where apparently Netflix is responsible for 15 percent of worldwide Internet traffic. Fifteen percent. Wow. So. I mean, take that in perspective. They're not they're not going anywhere. I really find yeah. it unlikely that they're, you know, maybe in 20 years they'll be dead, but not not in 18 months. I doubt that. Yeah, that. Wow. That's a crazy stat. I didn't know that. And they see they're branching out, I feel like, into more movies. Like, I mean, we talked a little mm-hmm. bit before the show where they make a lot of crap. But right. Yeah. I do feel like the last few years they have started to make more big movies. Sure. Like, yeah. Like Glass Onion this year was that's a really big movie that Netflix was able to make. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see them going anywhere in the near future. All right, let's jump in. So we're going to do some shows, talk about yeah. some of our favorite Netflix original shows. But before we get into the fun stuff of favorites, let's have even more fun and talk about our least favorite show. What show did you just either hate? Or or just thought it was awful or, or wherever you want to go with it. What's your least favorite show? So my least favorite show that I watched was The Pentaveret. I don't know if you're familiar with Mike Myers. Oh, I love Mike Myers. I love Mike Myers. And that's why I showed up for it. And it just didn't work. I was I couldn't get through the first show episode, if I'm being totally honest. It was not funny. It was like he's trying to bring back a formula that's been successful for him in the past. But like it just did not work. I don't know if you tried to watch it. It was I've never even heard of it. What is it about? Okay. God, I don't know. Mike Myers playing <laughs> five different guys in a secret society. And what was their aim? I don't know. And they were making fun of the Canadian accent a lot. And it wasn't funny. I don't know. It, it just didn't jibe with me. I think it was supposed to be huh. a comeback for him. And I think it fell flat. It got very bad reviews. That sounds like a movie he did back in like the early 2000s. I want to say was it. One of the Austin Powers movies? No, it wasn't one of those. Maybe I'm thinking of a different actor. I thought it was like something where he was like, am I not turtly enough to be in your turtle club? That's a line from the movie. I forget what the movie's called. It's like International Man of Mystery or something like that. Yeah, Austin Powers. No, that's not it. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong title. I don't know what it was called. I think it was a Mike Myers movie where he played like a, 
a bunch of different roles. I don't know what I'm saying. I I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, there's been more than one actor that has taken on like Eddie Murphy's done it. Um, hmm. Tyler Perry famously. Yeah. Let me see if I can just scroll through these movies here. And if one jumps out at me as yeah, that. it was like early 2000s, I want to say I was pretty young when I watched it. The only thing I remember uh, is, is am I not turtly enough to be near turtle club? And he's like bald and he's doing the turtle movements with his neck. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's one of the Austin Powers movies. Maybe it, he's been maybe in a lot of stuff here, <laughs> but I know he's played more than one character in the Austin Powers movies. I don't know if he's done it in another movie. Maybe it is one of those, um, yeah. but and not I'll a good just, show. So you're not, a, not good a good show. show. No. But if you want something great from Mike Myers, So I Married an Axe Murderer is probably one of my favorite Mike Myers movies. Great oh, okay. movie. Great Interesting. movie. Interesting. What What do you know? Because you're, I think you're a little bit older than I am. What do you know? Like, what do you think of first when you think of Mike Myers? Like, what's what's movie comes to your mind first? Austin Powers. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shrek is close second though. I. I... Oh, that he does voice Shrek. I forgot all about that. I guess it's because you don't have the visual of Mike Myers in the Shrek movies and he's doing yeah. an accent that's not his, his own accent. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, have you checked out Kaleidoscope before we go any further? Do you, what, no. what the hell is the show about? I, this is going crazy. Oh, right? I was going to ask you, I was like, I keep seeing people um, like in mental struggles over which order should I watch the episodes in? And I'm like, what? Yeah. You can watch it in any order you want. Like what orders are there? Yeah. I don't know. I've been resisting because I need to know if it ends on a cliffhanger uh, because mm. if it does, I'm not watching it because they will cancel it after <laughs> one season. That's what they do. True. So, yeah, no, I've I've heard that I've heard and seen the hype. It's apparently very good, but I have not checked mm. it out yet. All right. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about checking it out because I think it's got uh, Giancarlo Esposito in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Like the main character. So, yeah, I've seen people going like I saw the weird the Miller's meme, which I love where it was like. The first one's like, I watched the violet one first. And then it's like, oh, I watched the pink one. I watched the purple one. And then it's like fucking Kenny in the corner. Like, you guys chose the order? And it, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, um, but my least favorite show was Space Force season two. Okay. I was incredibly disappointed. I loved the first season. Thought it was really funny. I love Steve Carell. And I thought the season was just awful. But it sucked. It wasn't funny. Oh. That's good to know because it's been on my list because I really did like this first season too as well. So yeah, it, it, maybe I'll just skip season two. Yeah, not nearly as good as the first season. And they canceled the show. So okay, I don't even remember if it was a cliffhanger or not. I think it was. But yeah, it wasn't great. I, I wouldn't waste no. your time with it. Well, uh, I won't. Thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, all right. Let's jump into the shows we did like from 2022 Netflix. What's your first show that you want to talk about? I want to talk about season three of Dairy Girls. Okay. I have followed Dairy Girls. That season came out 22, uh, 2022. Uh, the first two seasons came out before 2020. Okay. Uh, so they had that disruption from COVID and then they mm. finally came and were able to film the third se- the third and final season. I think there was only ever meant to be three or maybe four, but it was supposed to be short. Um, it's just one of the most hilarious shows I've ever watched. It's this Irish humor that I just really appreciate. And it was, it did not disappoint. Season three did not disappoint. I thought it was just as funny as the first two seasons. Dairy girls, definitely high on my list. 
All right. Never watched it. So uh, maybe I'll check it out. Any big stars in it? Anyone? Any? No, not there? really. Well, Liam Neeson did have a guest spot, a oh, hilarious wow. guest spot in the third season. But huh. other than that, it's all it's all Irish actors in it. Um, I don't think they get anybody from anywhere else coming in there. Oh, and one of the main characters is a British dude. But the rest of everyone is Irish and it's hilarious. They give him such a hard time because he's English and it was during in Northern Ireland during the troubles. Right. Oh, yeah. So he gets like dirty looks from people and like Mm. it's it's funny. Um, They took a really serious time period in history and and, you know, made it humorous in a very interesting like in a way that I think is fun and not necessarily disrespectful. Um. Mm. But yeah, they're just hilarious. They're hilarious, hilarious dairy girls. If you like sort of British humor, I think that would be up your alley. All right. For sure. Nice. Um, all right. So the first show that I'll talk about, I didn't watch a ton of Netflix shows this year. So I'm going to talk about Blockbuster. Okay. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was as bad as some people thought. I thought it okay. was just kind of like mindless humor. You know, I binged it sure. all in like a, like a day. I took like six hours while I was doing homework. And I was just like, you know, what? I'll just have this on. And I yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. It wasn't anything special, but I just, you know, it was it was nice to have on in the background, I thought. Well, I tell you what, Adam, I think I should confess something. Oh, I have an incredibly high standard when it comes to comedy. Fair an enough. incredibly high standard <laughs> and that standard is it must make me laugh okay <laughs> and if i start a new comedy movie or show and i have not laughed and it's been 10 minutes i'm done okay so <laughs> and that might be unfair maybe i need to give it a chance but that's what happened with blockbuster i think i watched about half of the first episode and i was like i'm not mm. laughing and i'm out <laughs> Right. And it wasn't mm. even bad. It just didn't make me laugh. So and sure. if it's if you're going to say something is a comedy, I must be laughing if you want me to hang around. That's where I landed on Blockbuster. Fair enough. I mean, it's yeah. it's not a great show. And it got canceled after the first season, unsurprisingly. And sure. they had a they had a huge cliffhanger, too. Oh, really? <laughs> well, kind of like the main uh, probably in 10 minutes, you probably got that. the I don't even remember his name, but the main character um, and the girl that works there. He, mm-hmm. who obviously they had a, a chemistry and a connection yeah. but she had like this ex-husband but he's still in the picture thing and he and the guy was jealous and then at the end of the season she went to like tell him how he how she felt about him and then the season ended and oh okay yeah, but so that's a, that's we'll a never love see. cliffhanger <laughs> yeah um all right well, well what's another show for you all right uh I thoroughly enjoyed Is It Cake? Did you watch this? I did is not. It cake? Is this a baking show? It's a baking it... show. Yeah. It's just fun. They've got, um, I think his name's Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Hosting it. And it's these people that make these ultra realistic looking cakes. Like it's indistinguishable from like, they're like, okay, make a cell phone cake. And then the cake will look just like a cell phone. And oh, they okay. put it on a pedestal and then they put, five cell phones on other pedestals and they have these judges come in and if the judges guess which one is the cake the player loses if they don't guess which one is the cake the player continues right and it was it was just really they had a great 
um, cast on there. Like the the contestants were all really cool. And um, it was just super cool. I don't know. I had a very, huh. very fun time watching it. It was a great little show. Is it really that hard to tell which is cake and which is not? It is. I didn't get wow. it right. Sometimes you get it right. Sometimes it's obvious. But sometimes I'm just like, I don't know which one is the cake. I really don't. Huh. So interesting. That sounds actually pretty fun. Um, it is. I'm not a big baking show guy, though. Like, I love to cook. And I like my family owned a restaurant a long time ago. And I actually cooked in it. Um, I love cooking. But the baking shows and cooking shows I've never like been into. Okay, fair enough. Reason. Except Gordon Ramsay. I do enjoy watching him just lose his mind. That's, that's always <laughs> great. All right. Uh, I will jump to Ozark season four. Okay. Have you ever watched Ozark at all? I have never watched Ozark. Um, I'm not I'm not into um crime family shows, you know, like uh, yeah. Uh, another one I never got into, Breaking Bad. I just could never get into it. Or yeah, like either. The Sopranos, things like this. It's just mm. not kind of my cup of tea. But I have, I might watch Ozark because it's, it, people rave about that show. They really rave about it. Well, given what you just said, I don't know if you'd like it. But okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I I did enjoy it a lot. I watched it. Uh, Joey, my old co-host, he loved the show. And the new season was coming out and I'd never seen it. So we decided just to watch it together um and it was pretty good season four came out in 2022 i thought season four was okay i thought it was probably the worst of the four seasons okay um but it had it had a pretty satisfying ending though which was nice one of the better endings i've seen to like dramas because okay. those can often be not great and the acting is incredible like uh julie garner is out of this world yeah i uh, my husband watched Ozark and he was raving about her in that yeah. as well. Yeah. And Laura Linney and Jason Bateman were awesome too. Um, so that was a good show. A lot of murder and a lot of, uh, a lot of drugs. So if if you, if those are up your alley, then uh, I would give it a yeah. shot. The murder's up my alley, the drugs, not so much. So well, well, there, I, I might. there are a lot of murder by drugs. So okay. <laughs> well i i might check it out i might check it i mean it can't hurt yeah. to check it out yeah um yeah so a good show uh it's an award award z show i don't know how many awards it actually won but it uh definitely one of the more prestigious shows and i think one of their bigger original shows i think one of their yeah four probably flagship shows at netflix um uh all right what's another show for you all right uh i mean i I'm a comedy lighthearted person. So another one I really enjoyed the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. I've heard about this show a lot. This is, it's a satire as you mm. might be able to tell from the title, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's like all these thrillers that get these names, like the woman in the window. That's a thriller uh, that came out. Uh, the mm. girl on the train uh, behind her eyes. These are all I read these and I watch these so much. So when they came out with a parody of it, I was like, definitely got to watch that. And they nailed it. It was like the perfect parody of the sort of psychological thriller, female protagonists genre of of uh, TV, which also based on books. Most of them are all based on books. This one I don't think was, but um, it was just a great fun show. I didn't see that they canceled it, but they might have. Oh. But hopefully they'll be back for at least one more season. 
that's uh Kristen Bell, correct? That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've I've heard a lot about that show and I've seen some like clips and stuff. It looks pretty good. It's funny. It's I appreciate it. And especially if you if you are into the psychological thriller type shows, uh, Mm. series, it's definitely a good parody. Mm. All right. I'll check that out. Uh, All right. This one. I was shocked that you you mentioned before the pod that this was not on your list because this (laughs) is one of my favorite shows of the year. It's Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday, Adams. Now, admittedly, I'm not an Adams family person like at all. Okay. Don't care for the show. Don't care for the movies. But this show, oh my God. I thought it was so delightful. I thought Jenna Ortega was incredible mm. as Wednesday Adams. I, I mean, she just nailed it. She understood the assignment, as the kids yes. would say. Yes. Yes. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was funny. I probably watched it like three times the whole series. Really? Really? Okay. It's it's one of the more bingeable shows. I mean, I don't like it nearly as much as another show we're going to talk about in a minute. Okay. Um, but Wednesday is just such a nice show to for me to put on in the background while I'm doing homework or while I'm playing a game or something. I'll just put it on and I it's just like comfort food to me. I love this show so much. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I did binge the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will probably watch the second season when that comes out. So yeah. it, I did enjoy it. I really did appreciate Jenna Ortega's performance. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of the movies from the 90s. I really loved those. Oh, okay. And they but they have a different mood, sort of a different context than the show has. And so I think um, Jenna Ortega, what she did really, really well is she recognized that difference in context and mood. Mm. And she brought to Wednesday Adams what was needed for that context and mood, which is Mm. different than what Christina Ricci uh, brought to the to the character, in my opinion. But. She mm. also nailed it within the context of those movies in the 90s, which was different. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I have I have some upsets about Wednesday. Okay. okay. One, I honestly believe she's asexual. I really, oh, really sure. do. I think I don't think that yeah. character gets romantic feelings about people. And to be fair, it was really hard to tell how she felt about the two guys that were chasing her because she's so emotionless. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, does she like them? I can't tell. Yeah. Um, but more to the point. Um, so she's got the kid. Maybe you remember the character's names. The kid that goes to the school with her that has the crush on her and the kid from the coffee shop. What were their what were the characters names? Do you remember? Uh, I think Xander is the name of the the kid at school. OK, I believe. And then I, I want to say Tyler was the name of the kid from the coffee shop. I probably should know these names. I've watched the show like three times. That's why but I asked you. <laughs> I know anything <laughs> and Wednesday um, okay. for sure. Well, but I, yeah, I think Xander and Tyler. Let's just say it's Xander and Tyler. Sure. I was like hardcore team Tyler. I was like, he's so much nicer. Okay. He is big time spoiler alert. I'm about to say right now for anyone listening, big time <laughs> spoiler alert. He was so much preferable to Xander as a love interest for Wednesday, even though I've kind of felt like she wouldn't really have a love interest, but mm. that I suddenly in the third episode, I was like, he's going to end up being the bad guy. Yeah. They made me like him and they're going to take it away from me. And that's exactly what they did. So yeah. I was pissed off at them for that. Cause <laughs> I kind of thought that might be a good couple. If Wednesday was going to have a significant other, that's who I would have wanted it to be. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but other than that, it was just a good fun time. Mm. It is a good show and it was well worth watching. Yeah, I have heard rumors that Wednesday might have a little fling with Enid in season two, that maybe she's mm. bisexual. And See, again, I really think she's asexual. I really, really do. I don't, I just yeah. don't think Wednesday is into romance, uh, but I guess yeah. they got to bring, they got to bring that kind of thing to it for the audience, I suppose. So, so for the nineties movies, cause I mean, I think I saw them when I was very little and didn't mm-hmm. care for them. Th- th- those are more based on like the parents, right? Like Wednesday is not the main character of the movies. No, right? she's not the main character. Yeah. I mean, she features heavily in the movies. Yeah. And but no, but the adults are more the main characters of those sure. movies. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, I thought I loved the show. I loved the dance. I mean, oh my god, the dance was yeah. so good. And, oh, the dance yeah. was very good, and she choreographed that herself. Yeah. So that was really cool. I I thought I do remember thinking as I was watching that. I mean, if Wednesday dances, this is definitely how she dances. That's that's True. spot on. Yeah true and then uh and i really love their date when he's like i'm going to show you like the scariest movie you've ever seen and it's like i don't even remember what it was it was that reese witherspoon movie oh legally blonde or something (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that was funny um (laughs) the cgi though was pretty whack on tyler when he turns into um, whatever it's called i was like wow netflix really did not have belief in this project when they made it. it was- oh, I did not notice anything. I mean, listen, I watched a movie. Oh God, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a Thai movie, a Netflix original, a horror movie. And that CGI, I was like, oof. Mm. Yeah, no. So after seeing that CGI on Netflix, everything else they did is fine with me. So okay, fair enough. yeah, I forget uh, the name of the movie. Uh, all right. Uh, what's another show for you? All right. So I also have two more serious shows uh, that I I enjoyed. Uh, one is a just a, I think it was a four or five episode, just limited series called Inside Man with Stanley Tucci and David Tennant. Great bingeable, perfect little crime show, crime drama. Uh, you know, it's about uh, this guy. He's a vicar out in England. He the premise of the show is. One of his parishioners gives him a USB drive with porn on it that he doesn't want his mother to see. And then another parishioner thinks that that USB drive is the Vickers and it's got child porn on it. Uh, So the drama revolves around how he reacts to that, who is this good guy in the situation. It all relates somehow to back in the U.S. There's a serial killer on death row played by Stanley Tucci and a reporter comes from England to get his help. It's a whole like story that doesn't seem related to each other till they connect up in the end. Oh, yeah. But um, I probably gave that not a great description, but uh, (laughs) it was, it was a good watch. I I really enjoyed it. I binged that. All right. I have, I only have one left and it's the, it's the big one that I'm assuming is on both of our lists. Do you have any, anything else besides that one that you want to talk about before we dive into that one? I wait, I don't know which one you mean. Stranger things. Oh, right. Stranger Things. Yeah, no, Stranger Things was great. Um, I don't have it highlighted on my oh, it list. Wasn't on your list? It is on my list. I don't know why I didn't highlight it. A total oversight, probably because oh, we okay. were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, totally. Stranger Things. Okay, so <laughs> before we get into Stranger Things, sure, yeah, yeah. I do want to shout out Archive 81, uh, which came out, I think, the very beginning, like January 2022. And it's one season, which they canceled the show ends on a huge cliffhanger. Oh my God. That was probably my favorite thing on Netflix all year. And I was 
pissed at them for canceling that. It was even in the top uh, 10 for a while when it came out. So it, it was kept being in the top 10 day after day. And I went, okay, that's been in the top 10 for a while. They'll probably bring it back. I'm going to watch this blew my mind. Massive cliffhanger. Oh, by the way, it's canceled. I was like, you oh, fucking, oh, uh. man. That's the worst. Anyway, can I swear? Sorry, do you have a swear podcast? I apologize. Oh, you're fine. You're, okay, okay. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. Uh, <clears throat> that sucks. Yeah, but it was I, great I not... while it lasted. Great. Well, that's good. <laughs> All right, yeah. So Stranger Things was my last one. I mean, oh my God, this season was so good. Where, do you, what did you think of the season? I enjoyed the season as I enjoy all Stranger Things seasons. Hmm. Um, you kind of had three totally separate, unrelated, well, not unrelated, but you had these like three definite groups yeah. that were all separate from each other. So there wasn't as much, like, I guess, cohesion as previous hmm. um, seasons. It was very interesting. It was a great story. There was one thing I didn't like. Okay. And this is regarding the character of Robin whose personality seemingly completely changed from season three when she was first introduced to season four. Like mm. she's like this kind of unsure of herself. She babbles a lot. She, mm. she seems like to have anxiety or something. Yeah. Whereas in season three, she was this like kick ass. It was like, she was everyone's mom. True. Like you could not fuck with her. She did not get scared. She was, witty and hilarious and like mm. charming and great so like i don't know what happened there that character to me seemed totally different and it threw me because i really loved that an introduction of that character in season three she was probably my favorite character in season three mm. yeah, and then we great. come to season four i'm like what wait what happened here huh. um i don't know if i'm the only one that feels that way maybe i am but it just kind of threw me it threw me no, yeah. I mean, I didn't think too much about it when I watched it, but now that you say that, there definitely was a, a shift, it feels like. And I, I think part of it was that they wanted to play her as nervous around that crush. Um, okay. But you're right. It definitely, like, even when the crush wasn't there, she was like that. Right. Yeah, so that's so. a good point. Um, what do you, So you did mention the three storylines, and they and the writers talked about how they did this, like, game their Game of Thrones season. Uh, do you watch uh -huh. Game of Thrones? Yeah. I Yes, I've seen it all. Yeah, where they, you know, those characters were split up for right, yeah, eight seasons before they came together. But uh, so how would you rank the storylines, like of your favorite, second, like middle, and then least favorite? I'm curious to see. If okay, so probably my favorite. Okay, of the storylines in season four. Of those three okay. storylines, yeah. Oh. Was there a group mm. that when they cut to the when they cut to that group, you're like, oh, my God, I don't care about what's going on here. No, not at all. I was definitely interested in all the storylines. It's a toss up between the Russian prison break adventure mm. and um, the boys in the hot dog van or pizza de delivery, whatever the van is oh, that they sure. drive. Yeah. Those are kind of my two. And maybe because there's I always lean toward the comic relief in things especially serious sure. things and so i felt like that's where it kind of was especially with okay i'll commit it was it was the hot dog van interesting with, with uh uh oh the character names are escaping but you know finn wolfhard and yeah. noah schnapp and um mm. those are the only two names of people i know but you know what i'm talking about i don't know the other actors names it's argyle no. and um 
Argyle. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy, he's a new yeah. addition in season four. And he's I great. really, that character was quite funny. He was great. Interesting. We're the complete opposite. I found them to be the least interesting group. Really? Okay. I The Hawkins group was definitely my favorite. The Steve, Nancy, Robin. Okay. Um, okay. And Dustin. I've always... Like weirdly, I love the kids. I think the kids are great. Yeah. But I've I've always weirdly been more drawn to the teenagers of this because there's this story is like three generations. It's the adults, it's the teenagers, and then it's the the preteens. Right. And I've always been more drawn to like the Steve Nancy teenager group uh, for whatever reason. Interesting. I definitely feel that for the first three seasons, but no, mm. I mean, I guess. And the fourth season, just the different group of teenagers than you were drawn to in the in the yeah, show. Yeah, they're all teenagers for now. some reason. Yeah, even though you, they're all uh, like well, thirty years old now. But I kind of got pissed off at Winona Ryder's character because she just like deserted her children and flew off to. I was like, "You left your kids behind, lady. Were True. you gonna tell them? Like, were, very what's different going than on season there? one when she's yeah, yeah up I was like, lights and... what happened there? So that was that kept me from being fully into that storyline because I literally because just as a mother, I just kept thinking like, and you left your children back at home, da, 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 walked into the face of death. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she didn't know it was the face of death, though, in fairness, when she walked into it. She said three seasons, though. She should know that she's always at the face of death. Yeah, true. Um <laughs> I thought the season was great. I think they thought that it was a huge reveal that one was Vecna, but I, I, I'm pretty sure most people kind of put that together. I think before. Yeah, I think I, I think I kind of got there. Well, I don't know. You know, I didn't get there, but it wasn't shocking. So I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, okay. Like I didn't get there, but some twists shock you and some twists even if you didn't see them coming or kind of uneventful, I guess. Yeah. But I, cause I just did my, um, my television awards podcast episode mm -hmm. um, actually last night, but listening to this, it was like a month ago. Um, and I did my favorite episodes of 2022 of all television and dear Billy episode four was my favorite episode in all of television this year. Okay. I thought uh, with Sadie sink was incredible mm -hmm. this season. And I, and that whole running up the hill, um, oh yes sequence i thought was so it was my favorite sequence in all of stranger things is is that scene with her that music was great and then sadie sink shout out to her also for running because a lot of people a lot of actors and actresses look ridiculous running <laughs> as, a, as a runner myself because they they're, yeah, they're not she, athletes she made me believe she was actually running and to see and i love how you could see like steve and and lucas in the like way in the background like screaming and crying and like not knowing uh -huh. what to do uh, i just thought it was incredible uh and the whole silence of the lamb sequence with robin and uh, oh that was fun that was actually probably the robin nancy duo an unexpected duo mm. um i did appreciate they i think they had a good chemistry there yeah um yeah stranger things phenomenal if you haven't seen it i don't know what you're doing but go check it out yeah. all right was that it for shows that's it for me do you, do you have any more that's it for shows for me. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into movies and let's start with uh, the movie that we thought was the worst. I mean, look, I got a whole list here of ones I started and couldn't finish. But of all of the ones on that, I 
hands down pick Luckiest Girl Alive as my least favorite movie. I couldn't finish it because I think just plainly put, it was too heavy for me, Mm. like too dark. And it's weird because it wasn't particularly gory or there's no not gory at all. It's not violent. It's 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 like a slow burn. These are things I typically appreciate in movies, but it was just so like heavy, like it weighed on me like a rock and made me feel icky. And I just was like, no, I can't. I don't want to keep like the movies are supposed to get an emotional reaction out of you. But when I get icky feeling, I can't. I got to go. I don't mind if it makes me cry or shout. Love it if it makes me laugh. But if I get the ick, I get a little I can't. So I don't know why it did that to me. You know, but luckiest girl alive. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get through. Well, that was my favorite movie. No. Really? <laughs> no. Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> no. sorry, sorry. Adam. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, mine was day shift. I, I don't know. It was awful. Yeah. It was such a bad movie. I felt, I mean, I watched it for, I think it's like two hours long. I watched for like an hour, fell asleep for a good 20 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. woke up, didn't rewind. I was just like, I'm, <laughs> Sure, I didn't miss anything, so I'm just gonna keep going. And I really only watched it because uh, Dave Franco. I love Dave Franco, and mm-hmm. I was like, I saw the trailers. I was like, oh, he's got that Twilight joke. He might be funny in it. No, he's he's no, huh? Stupid. No, they're all stupid. Yeah, I I turned that one off after about 15 minutes. Let's jump into some movies we did like. I'm curious to see how many we have in common. I bet we're gonna have okay. three. You think three? Okay. I think at least one. Oh dear. Okay. I think at least one. Uh, well, how about you start? What's your first one? Okay. Um, look, I'll just start with my one that I liked probably the most of all the movies I watched. Netflix original movies I watched. Do Revenge. Okay. Not on did my you list. watch? Oh, Do- for one so far. Nope. Did, I did you not see it? Oh, you got to watch it. It's ah, uh, how do okay? It's a rom com. Sure. Okay? okay. I'm down with rom coms. I like those. But. It does something that no rom-com has ever done. And that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. And I loved it. And when they did this mysterious thing that no rom-com has ever done, I was like, fucking yes, yes, yes. So, and it's just great. Fun watch, funny, highly entertaining. Do revenge. It's, it was my favorite movie this year on Netflix. Who's in it? Any, uh well from stranger things oh maya yeah. hawk yeah Ooh, um I like maya hawk. and this other girl that i'd never heard of but who is apparently a big deal which i will now google so that i can tell you <laughs> um is it a rom-com between two girls no like is it a, oh, okay well kind of okay so maya hawk camilla mendez oh and with a cameo from sophie turner that is priceless Oh, I, I love Sophie Turner. So, oh. and then Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, oh, wow. I think, plays the mom of one of the characters. Huh, that's a pretty good cast. Yeah, it is. It was. It was. Uh, I saw the preview and I went, oh, "That looks like it could be. It could be fun." And then I watched it and was just like, "Yeah, that was worth it." I'm glad I watched that movie. Huh. All right. Well, I'll check it out. Sounds good. You convinced me. Excellent. Um, I'll start off with uh, with one we talked about on your pod actually um, okay the adam project i very much enjoyed that movie yeah uh, ryan reynolds 
is a national treasure. Well, he's not even our national treasure. He's Canadian. He's not. He's a Canadian national treasure, though. He sure is. And Honorary I, American. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything he's in, I love. Spirited instantly became one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. I thought it was I fantastic. still need to watch it. I still need oh, to watch it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, he's great. Walker Scobell, um, I thought, did a really, really great job mimicking Ryan Reynolds yes. and being like a young Ryan Reynolds. That was my biggest takeaway was how great he was at just playing. I was like, did they actually build a time machine for this movie and go back and get his younger self to play that? It, yeah. He really did an excellent job. And he even looks like him. He does. Yeah. And I'm a sucker for, you know, father son stories. So I, I very much enjoyed that movie. It was, you know what my favorite scene in that movie was at the bar, the conversation between oh. Ryan Reynolds and Jennifer Garner. I cried. Yeah. I, I was like, I oh, that was it. That was, yeah. Those Ryan Reynolds is he's so funny, but he can always make you cry. He, yeah. He's always got one line where he will just crush you. He, I mean, he's one of those guys that effortlessly does comedy and drama, like yeah. he can pull them both off really well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it and go listen to uh, the Watch Netflix Value episode that I was on. Yeah, go for it. It's still up there. That. All the episodes are still there. There's over a mm-hmm. hundred of them. That's a lot of movies. Yeah. I'm sure some bad ones too. Plenty of no bad worries. ones. Plenty <laughs> of bad ones. Uh, all right. What's next for you? Uh, okay. So I don't think this next movie actually made it onto any top 10 or I, what, but it was this great little thriller that just snuck up on me and I thought was super entertaining. It's called I Came By. It's It was a just a great little thriller. I was super impressed by it. I don't even remember what it was about because a while ago now that I watched it, I just remember going, oh, that was worth it. I should probably watch it again. That, that'd be one to come back and watch again because I remember being highly entertained by it. And it's enough time gone by now where I can watch it again and be highly entertained by it again. Mm. That's the best when you see a great movie, but then you wait a while to watch it. And it's like yeah. the first time watching it, and it's great all over again. I love that. All right. Um, I'm going to amend my statement. I don't think we're going to have three of the same. I'm, I'm going to change. I don't to, think so either. I'm going to change to one. I'm going to bet we have one. Um, <laughs> the next one I'm going to talk about is Hustle with Adam Sandler. I uh, did watch that. It, uh, I really enjoyed it. I have been very vocal about Adam Sandler and how I don't <laughs> always love what he's in and what he does and his whole like playing the idiot, the town idiot shtick. I don't right. enjoy it. I think he's really funny when he's just like a normal guy making jokes, but yeah. Um, but when he's in these serious roles, like uncut gems and hustle, I think he's so good. And, and I thought this movie was really heartwarming and I can't believe that that NBA player can act as well as he could. I was stunned. Um, that was an actual NBA player. Yeah. I forget the oh guy's my name God. In, the, in the movie, but yeah, he's an actual NBA player. He's uh, he doesn't play very much. He's, he's kind of a, he rides the bench a lot, but I, okay. I was stunned. Uh, like you're bringing a real athlete this is not this is risky but and actually yeah all the all those guys were like the games that he played um Mm -hmm. at the combine and stuff and the the guy that was shit talking with him and he Mm -hmm. had a rival with he's also an nba player like they've got like oh my god play those roles who knew the nba was a secret stash of excellent acting Mm. i did not see that coming because you okay you know how it is sports season comes around whichever sport is in season and all the guys are in the commercials right and you're just like oh here it comes cringe the acting (laughs) it's gonna happen you know 
and they're all awful. But there's this handful of celebrities of of athlete athletes that actually can pull it off. Uh, just to talk about Glass Onion for a second, I don't know if that's on your list. It is, yeah. But Serena Williams, the cameo. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm kind of impressed. She wasn't wooden at all, mm. you know. Like, uh, or like Tom Brady, if you've ever seen him in anything, acting wise, yeah. I it's like impressive. I'm like, oh my god. Mm. he can actually act so but yeah that's that just made me appreciate that movie even more like kudos Mm. i can't believe that they have actual athletes (laughs) in the movie yeah um yeah and i mean i love the nba so i was i was in and i thought it was really good really good watch um okay i've got a couple here uh that are just these sort of psychological thriller type movies one of them is called loving adults uh and it's this that was a movie i am gonna actually look this up right now because i i'm not afraid of a foreign film i know some people don't like doing Mm. foreign films um i'm super down with them this one i believe it's out of speaking of foreign denmark did you watch uh rrr have you seen that no i haven't either i've heard it's really good is it a netflix original I don't know. I know it's on Netflix. I don't think I don't think it's an original though, but it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. I was curious. R R R. Yeah. Oh, it's a Hindi movie. Oh. Yeah. Look, no offense, but every Hindi movie I've watched on Netflix has been a bust. Oh, really? Yeah, like so it's saying it, Netflix is telling me it's a 92% match to me. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, I might have to check that out. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, loving yeah, loving adults yeah. was a Danish movie about a dude uh, that has an affair, and then his wife finds out and makes him murder the woman he was having an affair with. Yikes! And it's like a drama, psychological thriller type movie. It was huh. very impelling. I I enjoyed that one. Interesting. Um, that sounds somewhat familiar. To a movie on Hulu, which I'm guessing you didn't see because they didn't have it. Uh, Deep Water. It came out this year. It's with Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. Oh, no. I think I vaguely heard of it, though. I think you would really like it. If you really like okay. the movie you just said. Um, it's about this woman who... Well, they're married, those two. Mm-hmm. And and she pretty openly like cheats on him. Mm-hmm. And it's... And then he... like kills the people that she sleeps with and she knows that he does that and it's just kind of like this messed up psychological relationship oh. it's like this game that they play where she wants to like make him jealous uh, like she gets off on making him jealous like that and she likes that he kills them because it makes her feel wanted and it's it's uh it's quite that a messed is up movie. so messed up but definitely something that sounds like i would like <laughs> yeah so is I it recommend that. is it very sexually explicit i think there are a couple parts maybe i mean i don't recall them ever like actually showing having sex but okay. I, I think i think uh, i think ana de armas is naked once maybe um, okay it's like i uh, super sexual explicitness is not to my personal taste i know a lot of people don't mind or 
even like that. But sure. for me, like there can be too much where I go, okay, it's just all just sex, sex, sex all the time. That's not what I'm here for. No, but, I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's that at all. Okay. Um, I watched it back in January, but yeah, I don't think so. Um, but all right. Um, so my next, I'll, I'll stick with like the thriller genre. I went with the gray man and I know a lot of people did not enjoy the gray man. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people had very high expectations and thought this movie was something else. I went in going, this is going to be a stupid movie with no plot. That's just a right. fun, like Chris Evans is just going to be a blast to watch. And it's going to be like an action movie that I'm going to mindlessly enjoy for two hours. And that's exactly what I got. And that's what All I right. wanted. I, and I've seen, I know a lot of people hate it because they're like, oh, it doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. I had low expectations and it, it met those. So I was happy. Fair enough. I did watch that one as well. Um, it wasn't that bad, but I get bored in long action sequences which does mm. not bode well going into action movies. I guess I didn't realize it was going to be so action centric. It's just like mm. action after action. So yeah. anyway, that's just me. Yeah. But Chris Evans, I mean, I, it was so fun to watch him just be such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, I love him in the Marvel movies as Captain America. And it's so fun to also see him in like knives out or the gray man where he's just the worst. And yeah. It's, so, it's, it's true. So fun. So fun. Uh, what's next for you? Uh, my God's Crooked Lines. This movie is really interesting. It is a foreign film again. Uh, it is not religious at all. The The title kind of maybe makes it sound like a Hallmark movie, but <laughs> um, who knows what was lost in translation there. Potentially some. I believe it's a Spanish sure. movie. Let me remind myself. Um, but what happens is this woman gets put into a mental institution okay. by her husband. Oof. She is under the impression. Sorry. Apparently I can't multitask. I believe <laughs> it's out of Spain. Yes. It's a Spanish movie. She's under the impression that she has snuck into this mental institution to do an investigation on somebody that died in the institution and it keeps flipping back and forth like throughout the movie as i'm watching it i go oh she's she's crazy she's like imagining it right oh no Mm. they're they're she isn't crazy it did happen no she is no she isn't no and you're going back and forth through the whole movie trying to figure out what's really going on and this oh. is the kind of movie I love. So yeah, that sounds really good. It is really good. Although I will say, and this is a mild spoiler, but some people are not going to appreciate the end oh, okay. of the movie, which is ambiguous. So I'll okay. leave it. I'll leave it at that. But it's right. well worth watching it to get there. It sounds a little like Shutter Island. I don't know if you've seen it. It is a. It, it yeah. is. I would compare it to that. And Shutter Island was excellent. I really like that movie. Yeah. But in yeah. Shutter Island, there's a very definitive ending, yeah. right? Like you know what happened, and yeah. you don't really. You still kind of wonder when you get to the end of God's Crooked Lines. And I know, I know that some people would probably not like that, but it's yeah. a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Like Inception type ending where it's like, oh, yes, did it wobble? I saw Although. It wobble. For whatever reason, in Inception, that ending really pissed me off until I realized, does it really matter? He's just going to wake up at some point like he's only sleeping, right? 
It's not like you fall asleep forever or the end of eternity. Well, no, because if no, because if it wobbles, then he's he's not asleep. He's awake. It's really happening. Right. Oh, you're saying if it didn't wobble, then right. he would just wake up at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So my fourth one was Pinocchio. Okay. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, not the not the Robert Zemeckis one on Disney Plus that horror show. Um, oh. I uh, I am not a big fan of Pinocchio at all. I don't really care for the original. I don't care for any of the. You mean like the original Disney movie? Yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of it. Um, this Me was neither, actually man. My by far my favorite version of Pinocchio. Okay. Um, and I, I thought it was just a really good movie, and um, it's going to win an best animated picture, I think. Okay. I feel pretty confident in that. Um, and I, yeah, I just really liked it. I thought Del Toro really brought heart to it that I'd never seen Pinocchio huh. have, especially with Geppetto. Okay. I mean, I'm with you on the original Disney movie, Pinocchio. Never cared for it. Gave me nightmares as a kid. It was like, it, it ter- mm. I, I hated that movie so much. And so, and then move forward. Now I'm watching Netflix and I get, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, which I was unimpressed by. Mm. So when his Pinocchio came out, I was like, nah, forget it. Pinocchio gives me nightmares. Cabinet of Curiosities <laughs> wasn't that great. So I, d- I didn't even watch it. But maybe mm. uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should check it out. It's pretty good. I mean, I don't really remember too well the original because um, I watched it like once and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to watch it again. But this one focused heavily in the beginning Geppetto, uh, his son dies uh-huh. and he goes into like this alcoholic spiral and he's just like sitting at the grave every night and just drinking himself to death. And finally he just decides he's going to, well, I don't need to say the whole story. He builds a boy, sure. um, but, sure. but yeah, it was a, there was a lot of heart to it. I thought that was absent in many other versions of it. Fair enough. All right. What's, uh, what's next on your list? Uh, that's it. That's all. That I, I mean, I could go on and on about numerous movies, but I picked, I picked five, and those were my. Oh, okay. Five. I, uh, my last one was Glass Onion. Okay. Um, so, oh, so we had zero on our list. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I Glass Onion, I really enjoyed. I thought it was really, really fun. This, I will say though, I, I found the story. It was interesting because I thought for sure I was like, okay. You know, the guy's going to the the Elon Musk guy, like Mm -hmm. they kept saying it was his, you know, murder mystery party. I was like, well, he's definitely going to get murdered. Right. That's what I thought, too. Going to be unintentional. But then as soon as he wasn't and as soon as it was someone else, I was like, oh, he definitely did it. I was like, me, too. That's exactly what happened. I was like, he's and okay, look, I'm going to maybe get a little controversial here. Okay, I I love it. Hollywood hates a billionaire. Can we just say that? They don't like rich business. They're all bajillionaires. And it's like, but Mm. we entertain. So therefore it's okay. But if you're a businessman and you became rich, screw you, you evil bastard. Right. So the minute it wasn't him, I was like, okay, well, he did it. That's obviously who they're going to pick to be the bad guy. Like, it's just so Hollywood cliche. So I kind of wish they'd gone a different direction. So I could have been surprised. Like, oh, did not see that coming. But you saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah, I because I remember actually like I because the whole thing was like when he switched the drinks, mm-hmm. I remember watching that and I clocked it. I was like, wait, he just handed him his drink. That's weird. 
and then he died and i was like okay he definitely just poisoned him but then they showed like the replay of of what happened in like someone else's head like someone uh-huh. was describing the situation and it played out differently and i was like huh did i miss see that like it had me confused for a second i was like wait did i misread that situation and then i'm like, impressed no, I, I was right, I was right. And I yeah no i was impressed that you noticed that because i didn't notice that i just knew they would pick the billionaire to be the murderer because that's yeah. what they would do but yeah. i didn't even notice that at all so i'm i'm impressed man picking up on that detail yeah i, I honestly impressed myself too i was like wow i can't because <laughs> because that wasn't the center of the shot i think for whatever reason i was watching him instead of what, what you were supposed to be watching okay i wasn't i was surprised by the twist of the the uh the sister yeah me too that that shocked me i was like whoa this is interesting it was it was i i don't know if i liked i think i liked glass onion better than knives out honestly really i did and and like they're both good enough where i watch the whole movie but i probably won't watch them again knives mm. out I uh, what I realized happened was because, you know, I love the movie Clue. Yes. And when when I went into Knives Out, I wanted it to be Clue and it wasn't Clue. Mm. And so I was disappointed. And I realized later on, like belatedly, I was like, oh, I went in with an expectation I should have gone in with. And I probably would have liked it if I hadn't had that expectation. Mm. So I kind of feel like I was unfair to Knives Out. So when I went into Glass Onion, I was like, no expectation. Mm -hmm. And so i think i liked it better other than the very obvious who actually did it yeah i i, I liked it better interesting i think i like knife the first one more only because i like the cast better okay in in the first one this one had a, i mean i love katherine hahn and i thought edward norton was really fun um but i like dave batista I like him in Marvel, but I don't, I don't know. I don't find him to be the strongest actor and just, okay. I don't know. Somebody, like the first one had Chris Evans and Diarmas and Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Michael Shannon. Such a good cast. Yeah, so I think I yeah. prefer the first one, um, but we'll see. Um, all right. I think that's it for our list. Is there anything you're looking forward to coming out on Netflix in 2023 or maybe not even Netflix, just in general, anything you're looking forward to movies, shows, Oof. anything? season two of severance i mean look i think Mm. we talked about this before we hit record i kind of have done a new year's resolution to watch a lot less tv so i'm looking forward to reading more but the minute severance comes out all of my resolutions go out the window and i binge (laughs) that thing but they'll they'll do it one episode at a time so i'll I'll dream about binging it while i watch an episode weekly sure (laughs) yeah i that show was so interesting because i remember because we did the Adam Project on your pod, I want to say, what was that, like March? Or I early? honestly don't remember. I think it was early in the year. And, okay. You know, and we were talking and you said you liked Severance a lot. Uh-huh. And I had started it and I didn't like it. I got halfway through the first episode and I stopped. And I waited months to go back. And I was like, I don't like this show, but everyone says it's amazing. And I finally went back in December. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I'm just going to watch this. I'm going to power through. And it blew my mind. Yeah, like, this show is so good, and the way it ended, oh my god, super huge cliffhanger! And I'm so glad they're having a second season because I would be devastated with that cliffhanger oh and them not god. coming back. That would be crazy. Oh, that would be crazy. Um, yeah, I, I think Squid Game season two is supposed to come out this year. I want to say on Netflix. Okay, so that'll be an interesting thing. I uh, yeah, that was a show. That was uh, well, that I 
that I that came out 2020, right? Didn't it? Squid Game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I didn't watch it, didn't watch it, didn't watch it. And then just a few months ago, I decided to watch it. And it was a binge. It was like straight through. Um, mm. And if that had come out 2022, that would have been my number one thing on my TV show list. Really? Um, because that oh. was really good. It, it I, I kind of get when something gets really hyped up, sometimes I'm like, uh, like, for example, I have not yet watched Top Gun Maverick. Oh, my God. Um, Okay. I just I don't think I'm gonna like it, even though everyone that it's watches impossible. it loves it. It's impossible to not love like that movie. <laughs> I might have to break down. I might have to break down and actually watch it. It's it's so good. I will buy you a Paramount Plus subscription just to watch it. It's so good. It's my favorite have, movie of all time. I have time. one. It's my favorite movie of all time. Okay, and, all right. And I don't I, just... I don't even like the first one all that much. Like I like it. I don't love the first one though. And, okay, but this one is just. I cry so many right. times. Every time I watch it, I'm just in tears. And oh, also, okay. It's like an emotional fist pumping. Like it's just, it is very emotional. Ah, that, right. Yeah, the Val Kilmer scene in particular is uh, is very moving. Okay. Yeah. I'll eventually get to it, but so far, I have had no interest in watching the literal best movie that's ever been made. People keep saying. Money. fair enough it might win best picture we'll see it's that or probably everything ever all at once have you checked that one out i've been meaning to watch that one what do you know what the streaming service that one's on i don't okay um i, I, I think hbo max is it, maybe is it or is it hulu because if might, it's hulu might be hulu i haven't watched it on a streamer i watched it in the movies i honestly wasn't overwhelmed by it as everyone else was but um but it was interesting. Let's see. It is on Paramount Plus. Oh, great. Oh, I have interesting. that. Interesting. Well, there you go. Double feature. You can just, you know, take a day. All right, man. Uh, all right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Heather. Yeah, Thanks for sure. On. Um, before we go, why don't you remind everyone what you're doing and where they can find you? Certainly. I am doing the politics free podcast and you can go to thepoliticsfreepodcast.com slash subscribe and all the podcast players we're available on will be right there on the website. You can also listen on the website uh, to the last episode and a featured episode. So if that's something that you like, you can download it on your app. And uh, it's just a riot. We have a good fun time. Sounds great. Um, yeah, thanks again. This was a blast. Hope to have you on again sometime. Absolutely. Um, and so that's going to do it for us. This is a streaming circuit. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.